This stupid recording. thing didn't start. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think I was starting oh, to stop. Oh no! I hit the button. You hit the button. Uh, oh gotta, man, I was about okay. to get deep on it's you. An early restart. Where we're gonna? I was about Ladies to get gentlemen, deep. Post roll podcast. Let's what, what? do this again. Yeah, there. No. Retake. Let's just retake. Figure out what we wanted Part to do last three. time. We'll do it again. We'll do it right <laughs> this time. Oh my including God. the AC. Yes. All right. Welcome back. Uh, yeah, but we've been we've been gone a minute, but we're back, and this is the black belt episode for Paul Gable. Like I said, Jimmy called me. He said he's gonna be here for like 15 minutes. Days. Jimmy days. 15 hours. 15 hours. Maybe 23 hours. Jimmy. Jimmy time. Is this AC giving you a, a tough time? <laughs> Guys, I wish you could see this. He like, put on his glasses and everything. <laughs> he looked like an old man. <laughs> okay, we're in business. We're in business. Yo, so I know we're not like on video, but I mean that was pretty funny because you look like you look like straight like an old man, like a, I wouldn't have like done grandpa. That video. You look like a grandpa. That's <laughs> Yeah, you know, oh, somebody said to me, the uh, I don't know, it was Lido or somebody was like, ooh, I'm feeling my age today. <laughs> I go, you are you? He's like, yeah. I go, how old are you? I don't think it was Lido, somebody else. Yeah, yeah. 46. And I'm like, oh, oh man. Wow. I go, yeah, that's pretty old, bro. I was like, man, I, I know what you, uh, I, I kind of know what you mean. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not as old as you, but I uh, definitely know how you feel. And, like, and I 50. go, boy, I, I hope I'm, I hope I'm, yeah, I go, I'm 50. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, go, I go, yeah, I'll let you know when I'm feeling mage. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty funny. So tell me what's it like. Okay, so we just covered this, and I want to say this one more time. Sorry. All right, go ahead. I go get ahead. your answer, because I want your answer to be very pure and full and complete. But I got to say this. When Paul Gableman came back from Brazil, and he hit the mats with us, we were there. We'd been there for a few days. I'd been back from my trip for a few days or whatever, maybe more. And... um I had seen everybody under the sun teach, and uh, they all did very well. All our guys stepped up. It was really great. Paul steps in there and gets on the mat. There was a lot of upper belts, too. Zaid was there for the first time in a while. Troy <laughs> came for the first time in a while. Everybody was kind of circling back in. And and um, and there were a lot, of, a lot of other people, just a lot of people. And uh, the vibe was super, super cool. And y- you – Paul just – felt like a black belt your black belt fit you it just you moved right you were teaching right you taught like a black belt you were it was the vibe was right and um and you you um it created this really cool i've been to a lot of places and i've trained a lot of places where they've been around 25 years maybe more and um and not a lot a a few and and they have this family vibe that's really really cool and you just think oh man one day our school will have that and i felt it I felt it, man. No, I felt this like deep vibe where we were just together. We'd been through stuff together, all of us um, that were there. And um, and then the way you were teaching and you were just so focused on teaching. It just uh, – and I, like I said a minute ago when the thing wasn't on, <laughs> I told my wife and she looked at me like I was a lunatic. I said it felt like a giggle fest. You with are a, a lunatic. <laughs> you are a lunatic. <laughs> it felt like a giggle fest. It just felt really good. And we, I got a lot out of it. But, but moreover, it was your first uh, class teaching like a black belt. And you are teaching as a black belt. And you felt like a black belt. <laughs> I, like I said earlier, man, I, I, I got to give props to James. I got to give props to everybody else, man. It, it really – it's easy to teach people who want to learn. And one thing – I keep saying this and I keep coming back to it is 
James really brought has brought in that uh, that learning vibe. Everyone's learning from everybody. And it's like a, tr- like you said, it's a family. It's our little tribe that we have that, you know, we all learn from each other. And I was saying earlier, man, like I, I, I need to work on becoming a better co- uh, teacher and that's what I'm working on. And I'm glad that you felt that way with my class, but I, I felt, it was just, I felt it was garbage. I was like, when you what? sit, when you sit down in the middle of the room and you start showing the move or whatever, it just feels like you're the instructor. You, you know what I mean? It's just like, cause you I have, have a black belt like, on. That's it. You also look a little like the Buddha, you know, not, not, in a, not in a big belly way. Just in kind of a big, bigger dude in the room, kind of. just You just have this air of leadership when you had that thing on. I, and it's different than I've experienced you before, man. And I mean it. You just fell right in the role. And it was right. It was positive. It was light. It was easy. It felt good. I mean, I, I'm trying. And I, well, okay, I shouldn't say I'm trying. I'm just doing. You're just doing. Yeah, I, that, that's, that's it, man. I, I uh, brought some stoicism to stoicism. the. Stoicism. I also, dude, I've been studying a lot of different philosophies that kind of intertwine a lot of the Taoist and all that kind of stuff, which I got to say, if I look at my, my years of doing jujitsu, I've had a Taoist joke. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. me just trying to go, like every time I was a white belt or a blue belt or like a purple belt, I'd go upstream, go upstream. Then I finally realized I was like a four stripe brown belt. Oh. Just go with it. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I, wanted to, there's, I was trying to think of an analogy for that, but that, that, that fighting and fighting and fighting, they realize that fighting is actually the opposite. Yeah, of you yeah, just want to yeah. like go with the flow. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, dude, it's been, it's been so much fun, and that's, that's one thing, man. I, like, I've been to a lot of gyms, and we've had kind of family atmospheres, but we've also were dogs, man. There was, there oh, were yeah. days that we were just – we were dogs. Like, we'd – it wasn't I, – I'd, I'd come to class and be like, oh, yeah, you see Colin over there? And this is not at our gym. This is no, other gyms. But other gyms. I'd be, I'm just using you as an yeah, example. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to tap him like eight times. Yeah, man, I'm going to tap that guy eight times. And, like, yeah. you'd go into that, you know, mindset of I'm going to tap that guy. That I'm was gonna your tap goal for the yeah. day. Yeah. Versus, like, all right, I'm, like, I come into class now, like, all right, I'm going to try to do this move. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, well, I'm going to go to something else. And I just... Maybe it's because I'm not setting it up right. Yeah, yeah. i set that... them up different. Exactly. I'm different. Start thinking. I start, th- I try to, you know, I think we all try to think more of not tapping somebody, but more of a like, oh, how am I going to tap this guy? What's yeah. it going to do? How am I going to move this person? Yeah. And How am I going to get with the movement, yeah. get with his movement and, and mash them together yeah. and, and capitalize? It's, it. it's fun, man. Like that's, that's one thing, man. I love about our gym, dude. It's so much fun and so much. It, it's we're, we're great. First of all, something I learned in Brazil, man. And I, I'm going to repeat myself a thousand times on this podcast, man. James is the best instructor that no one knows about besides us. Let's let's um not not for nothing. Let's just keep it that way for a while. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, the secret's want... coming out, man. Yeah, the secret's coming out because, like, even when we were down in Brazil, man, these the Brazilians were like, looking at you know James as you know some gringo or yeah, whatever, yeah, and like, whoops, whoops, <laughs> oh my god, who's this guy? Yeah. And then they we you know we would roll with these you know black belt Brazilians and like they were tough, tough dudes. I mean, all I I did not have an easy role with any of the Brazilians, mm-hmm. but man, I was like, oh. Okay, cool. You got one move. Thanks, dude. Have a nice day. I'm gonna pass your guard. Get past. So you felt like the way that your jujitsu matched up to their jujitsu, you were able to expose certain things and find your way through their guard. Yeah, and the things yeah. you needed to. Yeah. 
So, in other words, your jujitsu is well. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, no. But I was going to say that you're that it's interesting to me that you're that our jujitsu through James is is um, technically sound. Yeah, it, I mean, the way I look at it is, man, like Pedro wouldn't allow James to teach if he was not as good as he is. Mm-hmm. Like you could see, there's a <laughs> there's a picture of James and uh, Pedro talking. I have on my phone. And you could just see the smile on Pedro's face, like, dude, this oh, dude's yeah. legit as hell. Yeah, he loves this, it. Yeah, exactly. And like, oh, God, dude, that, <laughs> every time, every time I just think about that, I'm just thinking about Brazil right now. My brain's, my brain's still there. Like, I want to move back. What'd you like most about Brazil? <sighs> the, everything, man. The what? The what? The, 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 the water? The no, not the water. The water. The water hurt my stomach. <laughs> you said something with a W. Was it the <laughs> the walls were nice? Well, Everything was nice. Man. <laughs> I was actually saying the weather. Okay, the weather. Oh, the weather. Okay. No, seriously, okay. the weather, man. Oh, okay. It was like, it was like you could wear shorts and like a, a hoodie at night, and that's all you needed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is sort of like uh, seventy all the time. Yeah, you're like, out yeah. in the mountains. Like you're up in Petropolis. Yeah, thirty minutes outside of Rio, forty five minutes outside of Rio, dude. You had you're in these beautiful mountains, just covered with. I would call rainforest. You know, yeah. Other people that have been deeper in the jungles were like, eh, that's it's same just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Manaus. You're like, I'm like, shut up. This is the closest I'm probably going to get to the rainforest unless I go to Manaus. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was so beautiful. I mean, it was just, is it easy living there? I mean, <sighs> is it easy living? Like, do, do, like, uh, do people like, could you imagine? Did you, were you like zillowing places? <laughs> I, I was. You know, we had a few guys looking at me. I was looking at a place on Copacabana. It was like a hundred thousand. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was like, but how would you live? I would have to come back to the states to make a lot of not make, to make money. Is it hard to make ice when you're there? Oh, the ice is like hey, ice. ice. Hey ice. Like, hey, hey ice. Hey ice. Yeah. Oh, it was. I mean, dude, it's like five to one. Oh yeah, so, but I mean, but is there is there work? I mean, is it? I I don't I think so. I'm not sure. I didn't really ask, but I was like, man, this would be a great place to live. I always do that when I travel. I'm like, man, I could live here. You know, especially yeah, yeah. For beautiful places. Yeah, you you know, you don't go to like. Des- uh, not gonna you do go to Des Moines. I've done that in Des Moines. Des Moines? I've done that in Des Moines. Midtown Des Moines. Right, e- right. Or East Des Moines or something I think it's called. East Des Moines was like a real hippified, really cool okay, community okay. years ago. And I went there and I remember I went to a farmer's market and went on this big combat run and like yeah, a bike yeah. ride. And I'm like, this is a cool joint. Well, I was going to say, here. like, you don't go to West Memphis, uh, Arkansas and be like, oh. hey, I'm going to live here. All right, all right. There's some spots, yeah. yeah. But, but, but always nearby, there's something. Yeah. Or outside of town in the mountains or whatever. And, like, I'm always shocked at these little nooks and crannies uh, I find in the, in the world when I travel that I'm yeah. like, man, some, okay, people live everywhere. But, like, I could definitely set up some stilts right here and yeah. do the thing. You know what I mean? I feel I, that way. I'm, I'm with I, you. I'm 100%. I can see it every single time. I don't know if Not that's good time. or bad. Not every time, man. There's some, a couple places in the world I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, think well, I can live here. Well, like I said, there's these dicey places where you're like, I think it's not on the way up. You know, if yeah. it's on, if it's a place that's like on the way out more, then you get like, all right, well, I feel bad for them because they're just going to stay yeah, yeah. in the, and it's not really. It's obvious this isn't going to be a thriving community. One of the things about our area where we live, I mean, I bought a home here and I bought another home here, and this place is thriving, dude. It, it's going to be. It's set now to be the biggest port in the United States. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. It's unbelievable, man. That well, the, I hit. I feel like I hit the lottery. I didn't even mean to do that. I, we were just Same. trying to co- go to a place where it's cheaper to live. Same here. Like I, you know, going from Atlanta to coming here, 
I mean, I, I moved down here for the job, and next thing I know, uh, you know, I'm buying a house. I have a nice house in the Midtown area. Like your job is a gigolo, the sideline. Yes. Okay. Uh, my gigolo job. Fire department was up. We right. call it the fire department. No, yeah, because no. he always shows up in his fire, fire uniform. uniform. What's up, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I wish we had the visual on that one. That was a good visual. We joke. You and I like cutting it up and joking, like dudes being goofy and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Do you feel as a black belt now? Do you feel this pressure to like kind of change your tone a little with that? Some days, some days. Well, so I had it. I had some thoughts about being becoming a black belt. Like ever since James said, "Hey, start studying the self defense stuff," I'm like, "What does it mean to be a black belt?" Right. Overall. Overall. I mean, like personality. Personality. And everything. I mean, you can be yourself. You have to be. I think. Me and Z had a conversation about this, and he's like, "Oh, you, you know, in, in the class, you can't cut it up as Z, much." Z, who's a black belt. I, yeah. I almost for a second I thought you meant Zayed. You're talking about Z from Z. Uh, Jersey. Yeah. Yep. Jersey Z. Yep. Cop Z. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he kind of got on me for being a little more cutting up and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And then I realize he's right. I mean, yeah. that's that's something I realize as a you know as a black belt now because now I can say that. Oh my god, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, dude. But like to me, I mean, yes, I I have to be a little more when I'm in class. I have to be more attentive. I have to be this. I have to do a lot more things. But I also can joke around. I can play around. Like that's cool of Z to step up like that and say yeah, that to you. Yeah, that's a hard thing to do. It is. I mean. You know, like, but he's he was right. Like, yeah. And I, I, you know, I realized that was like one day and the day he said it to me, I was joking around and the whole line was that way. And I was like, oh, you were instigating it maybe a little bit. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, man. So so here's something that I that's come up recently that I really feel like I feel like this is a big part of what makes us super unique. And we're at this pivotal point in our in our world you know yeah um in our family in our in in the age of our family as a jiu-jitsu academy and if you're listening to this and you're um, <laughs> and you're lower about listen close what i th- think is important about our future and what we're doing here is um our ability to practice stick-to-itiveness with one another and hold each other accountable in a in a in a constructive way so we're going to have conflicts. Yeah. You and I are going to have conflicts. Uh, Jimmy and I are going to have conflicts. Grant and I. Um, everybody on the, down the line. We're going to have these conflicts. And I'll, I'll use one, something I did recently as an example um, uh, in a second. But what's going to define us and what makes us this great family, what brings it home, and what gives you those great moments where you're sitting looking across the mat at everybody and feeling like you've never felt more at home than that moment. And you're learning and you're getting what you, and you're getting your, you're doing jujitsu, which you love. Yeah. Um, and you're part of that family. What does it is when you, when you stand strong in that conflict and, and you come to the person and say, Hey, I need you to know this, about what's going on and how I feel about your behavior, about what's going on. Um, and we hold each other accountable in a way that's, that's open to your improvement. Yeah. I mean, Not just shutting you down, but saying, hey, man, we feel this way about what's going on. Like an older brother would or a father. That's, you know? that's, that's the whole thing about it, man. That's, we, we are brothers. Like, yeah. we, and sisters. And sisters, my bad ladies, or whoever non-binary? we are talking. Non-binary people. Yeah. We are Z's. brothers, sisters, Z's. Do we have Z? I don't know. We have, we have AZ. We have Z. His name's Z. <laughs> but no, but you're right, man. Like, one thing I've been kind of on somebody about, and I I lost my cool on somebody mm-hmm. a couple couple weeks ago, and he knows who, who it is. 
and it was it was on me because I was having a shitty day. Excuse my language. Yeah. But I was having a bad day, and like, then he comes in late and all that. I'm like, hey man, let's you know let's start training, let's start drilling. And he he didn't know what he was doing, and I was like, bro. And I I just told I literally told him get get the f off me because like if you don't know what you're doing. Don't, what are you doing? Why, not why that not that you should know more than you know, no, no, but no. like at least take a second to to put put the if time you, in to do what you're supposed to do exactly, to prepare. Exactly. So you felt like somebody was was underprepared and not giving respect to but, to someone else's time, right? Yeah. And you know, if you know me, I'm a big time person. Time is time is money. Time yeah. is time is what I care for. And like, it it really it really made me upset. And then not that I was in the I was not in the wrong per se. But the way I said it was wrong. The way you presented it was wrong. Yeah. Okay. So now, the same, you know, I I get I partner up with the same person, and he's like talking. I'm like, hey man, if you want to get better, look at the small details. Look at this. Like, l- listen to what James is saying, and you'll get better. Like that is. Did you did you hold yourself accountable and come to that person and apologize for your behavior? I didn't. You should. Not. You I absolutely should. should. I should. This is something that I'm learning, and I'm trying because it helps me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I'm trying, and I'm trying to get better at that. I mean, I have, I do have a tendency to sometimes fly off the handle where I'm like, hey, get this right, or you know, f off. Well, I, but what? it now, now that I'm, and I, I hate to say just because you know, you know, two inches of cloth on my on my ass. I, I hate to say that, but. As I see that, I see myself. I, I have to be a pillar of the community. You should just hold yourself to, to, I, to, a, to a higher standard. A higher standard, and you know, I'll fail. I'll fail at that standard, of course. And then step up, hold yourself accountable up, yeah. every time, and do it with the people that are involved. Yeah. So this is what I'm learning about accountability, and and the example I was gonna can I use this, yeah, yeah, this yeah, example? So this example fits here perfect. Um, Dimitri. Yeah. Um, and I, D- Dimitri was teaching and Dimitri has a wealth of knowledge. He's been training in martial arts for 25, 30 years. He has a lot of judo. He has a lot to offer. And, um, we get hot, man. We're rolling. Not me and him. I'm saying in general, as yeah. jujitsu people, we, we get hot. We get that, uh, you know, your blood's up, you're rolling, you're fighting, you're, you know, you're, you're not relinquishing. Okay. So that's your mode. Yeah. And you stop that rolling a second later. Somebody tells you something. You have to make a conscious effort to. Switch modes because you you must relinquish at that moment. Yeah. You can't still be in your not relinquish mode. And uh, so what happened was I was rolling with somebody and they went – it was a lower belt. They went for a heel hook. Um, I, uh, I spun out. Because I knew I didn't need to slip on that guy, yeah. the where, where I was, I could spin out. My knee line was shallow, and I rolled and spun out. Yeah. But I also didn't think slip. I should have thought slip, but yes. I didn't think slip. I just went and, and came out, came up, and um, whatever, switched the game. Then, um, uh, at the end of the ro- uh, right after that, then Dimitri said from the side over there where he was getting ready to leave, he said to me, "Hey man, uh, Colin, when you do when you get somebody has you in a heel hook, think of like a think of it like a key where you're locking your locking your key in the in it has to slide inside the lock." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, but my knee line was shallow. I, I was still not relinquishing." And I, I you were in the moment. Yeah, sort of. But I'm not I'm not no excuses. I just I didn't switch out like I should have, and I didn't hear what he had to say, and and I didn't I didn't hear his instruction. I need to listen to him, man, when he speaks. Yeah, I don't need to like. You know, tell him why he's wrong or tell him why I did what I – there's no excuses. So I was like, yeah, I didn't do the slip thing. Okay, so I, sh- I should have just said that. I should have said, oh, thanks, man. You're right. But I didn't. I was like, oh, no, my knee line was a little shallow anyway. And then after a couple minutes, he was like, all right, well, you guys are cool. Thanks, man. We'll see you guys later. And he took off all polite and nice. Yeah, yeah. 
and it bugged me for hours. I mean, through the night. And then the next morning, <laughs> I, te- I, I Facebooked him and I was like, brother, I got to tell you something, man. I came at you with like, you took your time and effort. You were watching me. You thought about what I could do to better my game and you gave me knowledge. And then I kind of shit, kind of shit on you because I was all full of ego. I responded with all this ego and I need to put that stuff in check. And I need you to know that I, I saw it and that I, you know, that I apologize. <laughs> I need and please don't ever stop giving yeah. me knowledge. No, man. And, I, and that helped me because that sticks out to me now. I, I was I held myself accountable. I went through that hard moment of con- of confronting that conflict or whatever with myself or whatever. But I did it in front of God and everybody. Yeah, Dimitri. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Dimitri's now God. Yeah. Well, you're we're, we're, we're gonna put a statue of Dimitri now. Yeah. But the point yard. is, like, I, I you must bow to him. I stood naked in the wind and was like, "Here I am." You know, I I screwed up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah. And, and I believe that that's kind of the only way that I really learn effectively in. In, in interpersonal moments and I think as jujitsu people we have a really unique opportunity here with our family growing like it is getting higher and higher level um, we, we have this unique uh, opportunity to put into it the conscious effort that James does to take our to hold ourselves to a higher standard with each other yeah and with jujitsu I mean that's that's all we can do man I mean all we can do is like you said just hold each other accountable like I try to I hold myself accountable, and I probably do it too much in days where I'm like, oh, man, I was, I was a complete asshole. Or I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. But, man, like, I, lately, like, even when I go out, like, I'll go out and drink, but I'm not getting trash anymore. Like, you know, a year ago I was getting out trash because I was going through emotions and I didn't want to feel them. <laughs> you were drowning yourself. Yeah, for sure. But now I, I see myself, and once again, I, I – there's, you know, I represent the fire department. I represent myself. I represent, oh, man. My, you know, it's I represent the up. gym. I represent, <laughs> I represent, you know, the company I work for. I represent a lot of things. And I'm like, especially in the smaller town, I, when I go out, yes, I have a few beers. I'm not going to go out and get trashed anymore. Not that I'm, I'm not saying I'm not going to do that anymore. But let's say you do slip out and you do mess up and you do make a mistake yeah. and, and it's, and, and you make a, a major mistake because you've lost, uh, your lost ability control. to yeah, you lost control. Now, w- what do the headlines read? It's going to say firefighter, black belt, firefighter, guy, black belt, jujitsu, uh, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And you then know. I, you know, that's get a physical conflict and hurt somebody. Yeah. Anything could happen. I mean, it, that's not good. Exactly. And that's why, you know, and you represent me as your friend. I know. Honestly, no, I got to No, Here's something that's important to know. Everybody should know this. If you have friends that are important to you, they have families and children yeah. and they, and those families and children, they also know that you're their friend. And when something happens and they're like, oh, Hey, how's Paul doing? Oh, uh, well, and those, those stories will come up. Exactly. Those things happen. And now they associate with somebody who, who doesn't control themselves or who has these bad moments. Now, we all are going to make mistakes, and so holding yourself accountable is important. But if you don't hold yourself accountable, those mistakes start stacking up quicker and quicker. You do more and more of them. And then you lose friends. You lose opportunities. Real... You lose a lot of things once, you know, once you – just like in jiu-jitsu, once you, learn, like, once you learn the fact that you're not in control, like if you're not in control of your partner's – if you go for a submission and partner safety, you're, yeah. Guess what? You break their arm. You lose your partner. You lose a. You lose a. You could lose a. You could potentially lose a friendship over that. You could potentially lose yeah. a, a a brother. A lot of us have had conflicts with that. Yeah, o- and, over the years, and and um and we've had to figure out why yeah. and how that happens. And and then like unfortunately, I used to be that guy that used to hurt, hurt people, and I'm like, I, I I still feel bad about that. Like there's certain people that like I really do feel bad because I'm like. 
I'm sorry that I was a young dumbass. And yeah. like, I, I, you know, they can lose, they lose the, the, the feeling that I had when I had my black, <laughs> when I got my black belt that like that rush of emotions, you, you, somebody could have that feeling and change their entire life. I yeah. mean, it does. It, it's they one of those should. things. And like, I hurt that person and they never came back. And it's like, I feel bad for them. Cause it's like you, I, I, I ruined their experience in life or whatever. Or, or you put them on a different journey. Yeah. yeah. Your, your experience with them, maybe put them on a different journey yeah. and that's okay. I, I mean, look at the end of the day, it's okay if you keep doing your best, but hold yourself accountable yeah. along the way. Younger belts, lower belts, strong guys, Hold yourself accountable. You do something like that, step up. Go find that person. Let them know that you know you screwed up. Yeah. Like, do not, do not let your ego lead the way. And, you know, as a as a big guy, I mean, you have to know that, you know, your strength is great. It's great to have. I I, I, I love being strong. It's fantastic. But you, you, you also have to be have able to roll. <laughs> you have to, like, you know, once again, I'm going to be like, oh, what Pedro said. But what Pedro said, man, is like, you got to be able to roll with a with a, a five-year-old you got to be able to or play a with pregnant them. woman yeah i mean we have to roll Man, like Mandy's <laughs> oh in there God. every morning i and am I, so gentle with her and like, I, yeah yeah you, I, it's so strange it's like i'm just working my guards with her and i'm trying not to put any pressure on her stomach because i know that i could bro this I, is amazing i said the worst thing to her and i i apologize Wait. i didn't mean to say i was like yeah, it's like you have to wait for two. I'm like, oh, uh, oh, oh, what's that? No. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not. I was telling she's fighting for two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she she's tough too. And the amazing thing about her, and 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 this speaks to where we're at at the academy. If like, once again, if you listen to this, understand the value of where you are and what's going on right yeah, now. You guys don't understand. Get it? What? Get this? The, the miracle that has happened. Get, get this? A pregnant woman who's very pregnant. Yes, obviously. Trusts almost every single person in that room with her safety and her baby's safety when we roll. She just never even, she never blinks an eye when it's time to roll with yeah. me or drill with me. And I'm like, wow, man. And I'm very cautious, but that's why. Yeah, I mean. That's, that's why. But I've never seen her get nervous or anything around around us. She's just doing what she's doing and she trusts us. Yeah, like, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy to me. I'm like, you're pregnant. I don't want to roll with you, but I'll roll with you. Apparently, yes, I'll do it. I just don't want to get on top. Just well, the point is that's the that's the um, because that's the environment we've created. That's yeah. the culture, and and how you fit in that culture, no matter who you are, is by holding yourself accountable when you aren't yeah. the person you want to be on the mat, and you can. If you if you find your own way to hold yourself accountable and just stay on the right path, then everything builds and everything rises. One thing I need to start holding myself accountable for, and this this is for me, and I need to start like you know what I roll with. I have a certain people, certain people I like to roll with, because you guys give me different looks. Like you, Brian, um, James, Zaid, all these guys I roll with. Like all and you, Troy, all these guys that I like to roll with. I I roll with them because they have different looks, and that it makes I feel like it's making me better. But now I have to go and step outside the box and start rolling with lower belts. Yeah. And like new guys. And I, I don't mean that as a bad way because you're, oh, you're not going to help my game. No, it's because I need to teach. And that's how I'm going to be able to teach better is by rolling like that. Yeah. And like just generally, I, I kind of am standoffish some days. And I don't mean to be that. I'm sorry. If we I, all have if moods, I, brother. If, if, if I'm sorry to any like new people if I'm standoffish. But... I need to be a little more outgoing. I need to be more, hey, how you doing? How's your day? Learn people's names because I am dumb as shit. And I, 
I'm I'm trying to get better at people's names because you know it's one of those. You've said that before, and I've heard it alluded to. You know, you say you're dumb or whatever. You say it kind of like nicely, whatever. You know, you have the intelligence to you know drive a car and have an apartment. Yeah, I have a house, sir. You're you're functional. I'm a a functional retard. (laughs) (laughs) We'll stay off the R word, but you know. Oh, so yeah, I guess got canceled. Oh, yeah, you're a functional retard, (laughs) but but um. No, but man. what I was gonna say is you, um, you have a, there's a you're not you're not dumb, but I, there's a there is a simplicity to how you see certain things that need to be seen simply, and I like <laughs> and I appreciate it. I was having this conversation with somebody um, recently about about this exact thing and uh, attribute that people have. Right, some people are that way and you are that way and it's it's to be revered because there's this there's not a lot of room for like hey man you know like guys like me who are like hey I could talk my way out of anything so sometimes I can't hold myself yeah. accountable because I'm not letting myself because I'm trying to talk my way out of it and that's all crap <laughs> it's either it either is or isn't yeah. with you well, I can't do that with you one thing I mean I I give um, Herberto Lopez a big shout out Captain Lopez Humberto Herberto. he's actually a really cool dude really awesome yeah really fun to roll with too but he actually gave gave me a recommendation on a book, um, the art of um, the Tao of Pooh. Yeah, great yeah, book. Great book. If, if you guys, I read it when time, I was younger. If you, well, there's something that I I looked into, and I feel like that you know, if you look at Pooh, he's a pretty simple guy. I mean, he's he's yeah. very this, that, the other. The Tao of, Bo- of Pooh, right? Yeah, the Tao yeah, of Pooh. Yeah. But I I agree with that because. Sometimes the easiest solution is no the the best solution is the easiest you know the e- the simplest yeah like it's the simplicity it's simplicity I mean yeah I can do some simple sh- stuff but at the same time I mean I'm as I say I'm dumb I do that as a as a shell like, yeah, it, it's yeah. like it's easier to say that I am dumb than it is to say I and then prove my intelligence to somebody because I use big words oh, right, no, yeah. no but I. One thing I've been working on as well is the English language, T- texting people, because I have a sometimes I have a tendency to kind of be short with people. Like, okay, cool, very laconic, there. Okay, okay. cool, yeah, cool, good, yeah. good story. No, but like lately, I've been you know texting people and, and I've been using different words and trying to you know tweak my language because one thing that we have above most mammals and other you know, beings is the ability to communicate with, you know, com- complexity. Right. That's, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to be, I'm going to still be simple, but I am going to try to use, try to use my language more complexly. If more that makes complexly? Sense. <laughs> that makes any sense. <laughs> I know what you're saying. But. My, I hear what you're saying. And, and it and it and it makes it makes perfect sense. You're going to be learn to uh, commu- communicate your, better, communicate your thoughts better and more clearly. Um, because, uh, and, and actually vocabulary is a big part of that. It really is. If you can like seek out consciously seek out a larger vocabulary that represents what you're thinking, then you're able to really kind of get yeah. your thoughts across more clearly and people don't have to work so hard to understand well, you. And there's less conflict, honestly. Exactly. And like, like you said, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk myself out of anything. I can physically just say, Hey, cool it. 
Like you, you've always e- been simpler like that, where it's like, hey man, if Paul's upset, he's just going to give you a look and say something, and you know you got him there. How'd yeah. you get him there? Think about it, because <laughs> it's not hard to figure out. You did something against these main three or four core moral tenets <laughs> that Paul lives by, where don't, it's like, you know, don't lie, don't be a dick, don't be a dick. Basically, just don't be a <laughs> <Exactly>. dick. Usually, <laughs> and, and if you if you pissed off Paul, you did something. Figure it out. Yeah, that's that's about it, man. I mean. It, it, it's kind of simple. It's kind of easy, but I, I love it, man. Well, like, I think there's a uh, there's definitely a strong place for that in any community, and um and that's what I love about you. You really put you really take that to the next level. And at a time in our family history as jujitsu as a jujitsu academy that um that's very pivotal and um and and I think centered around our bond with one another and how we re- resolve these conflicts. Um, one of the things that I noticed weighs heavy on James a lot is is uh is gym drama and uh, it's hard for him. And, um, and, uh, I think we can, we can be better about, uh, carrying the weight a little bit ourselves, carrying our own water because he's not our dad. No. And, um, he's He's like an older brother. He's bringing us to, he's bringing us to these higher levels, um, of not just jujitsu, but of, uh, of interpersonal accountability yeah. through jujitsu, that we should be able to carry some of this water ourselves now, and yeah. like he he can hand it off and not have to you know be it's, sitting it's there a, on the wait, wait. at the end of the day, it's a business for man. I mean, I yeah. know James yeah, loves jujitsu. I know that, but that gym drama, it's a business. Yeah, I, unfortunately, yeah. guys. I mean, I, I it's good for him. I'm happy for him. First of all. I am so I'm super proud of James, dude. Like I know he got what he got he, it where he where he's exactly his, he's achieved a lot of his goals, not all of them, but he's getting there he's and, and he's on. headed toward them, and he's doing it in the way that he said he was gonna and wanted to, yeah. and, and he's gone with the flow. I mean, think about it through COVID, how yeah. hard was that, dude? That's ridiculous. Like, uh-huh. It was ridiculous. I mean, he, he hit he hit um, he. Got it where he needed it right before COVID to be able to survive. Yes. Had that not happened, oh we'd be a, we'd all be in a different place right yeah, now. Yeah. It'd be bad. Yeah. And uh, and it was all because of his hard work. I mean, dude, James has been – he's been a rock, dude. He's been a rock through through a lot of people's personal shit. It, yeah. And that's got to pull you out of your own vibe a lot. I yeah. Mean, I see that with him sometimes where he'll get sad or be bummed. And, you know, it, it's he's got to take he's got his own family starting. Yeah, out. Yeah. That's another thing. And so we really do have a responsibility to start to carry this ourselves and yeah. start to hold each other accountable in a really constructive way. I keep saying that over and over, but it's hard to it's hard to. uh I think it's hard to fully understand um, what that is until you do it. Yeah. Because sometimes we can get in each other's shit uh, the wrong way. And make it, and push things in the in the wrong direction, right? Yeah. Okay. So what I'm saying is like, um, we need to all think about uh, how we interact with one another. We, we're all very nice on the mat. We're all like, you know, I noticed that like everybody's very cool and like, hey, thank you for the role. And we're all the culture is getting stronger and stronger that way. But but when there is somebody um, that you have a conflict with. Um, I don't how feel you, like there's how a you, lot of conflict at our gym, though. N- not a, not a ton, but it, the problem is sometimes it goes unspoken. Yeah, and that's it an needs issue. To be it, 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 you need to be able to speak it. You need to be able to come to that person and courageously speak it to them without fear of whatever you're f- fearful of. You know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I don't like we. I had some gym drama myself, but me and that person worked it out. Yeah, we've all had it, and we'll all continue having it. And, and what's going to define us is how we get through it. Exactly, and like that's family. Me and that person, I mean, we we worked it out, and you know, I if if they called me right now and needed help, I'd help them out anytime. So let me ask you this: 
Um, except for this guy, old guy named Cole. <laughs> I'd never help that guy out. Let me know. ask you this. DDS is uh, supposedly dissolving in some way. I don't think they are. I think it's uh, they're kind of just changing. Yes. Um, looks like uh, Oliver Taza and uh, Craig Jones and all those guys are staying over in Puerto Rico for a minute. Um, that's what last I got. Yeah. And, um, and the core DDS guys, I get, I say core, but whatever it's, uh, it's John and, um, and Gordon and Gary are all going to Texas. Uh, <laughs> Austin, Austin, Austin. Yeah. So they will be right there in the, uh, in the kind the, of the belly of the beast with the new Flo grappling, hub. which flow grappling. What a cool situation. I mean, since, since our last podcast, I was turning onto it the last few podcasts and, um, I mean, I've started to like live on that app. Oh dude, and, I have it now too. I, I went and bought it. I'm like, Oh my God, where's this been my entire life? That content's amazing. And, and all the people that are involved, like their pot, their podcasts, uh, you know, Sears is such a character yeah. and that's okay. You know that he does his thing, but, um, but I feel like in the years to come, we'll see that flow grappling develop into something so amazing and entertaining and also informative. And like, it'll be kind of a hub if they keep it going, like it's going. It yeah. will be the UFC of grappling. It should be. It, yeah. Honestly, it should be. I mean, I, once again, like I, I said, There's just you, enough people involved. You exactly. Know, well, here's the cool thing, man, and this is the coolest thing I've. Well, there's been a lot of cool things I've seen in jujitsu, but the coolest thing I've seen through the growth of even my jujitsu. Like I said, like before, you know, you didn't record because you, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I did. I hit the button. Did you hit the button? Don't hit it again. <laughs> Bad calling. I did this. No, oh, I did sure. this. <laughs> Same button for on and off. Oh, no. <laughs> so, no, but what I was saying is, like, I've been doing jujitsu for a long time. And yes, you have. Like, you know, I said, what, 12 years? Gross. Yeah, gross. <laughs> 12 years of jujitsu. But, no, like, I've been doing it since I was, you know, 18, 19 years old. And, you know, pretty hardcore style. And I, you know, back when I started, you all you had was, you know, you get into MMA and that's it. Now there's like opportunities outside of jujitsu, like in jujitsu, outside of jujitsu. You in can the start field of uh, yeah, in the field of jujitsu. You can do like, OK, I'm going to be a competitive grappler. Or I'm going to do a podcast, or I'm just going to be a teacher, and it's like, or I'm going to develop a product yeah. that is used by grapplers. Exactly, yeah, it's and all it's, starting to be big enough that that can be that can th- be. Supported. There's enough money in the community right now because I mean, I remember like people would start a gee company and they'd fold in three days because oh, guess what? Yeah, you, you knew like five guys. That's now, it. Now there's now there's now no, there's like a thousand, a thousand gee companies, companies <laughs> and like they're they're spending a bunch of money on like. Like a three thousand, a three hundred dollar gi. I'm like, why are you buying a three hundred dollar gi, dude? Jeez, oh, yeah. I can't. Was, I, these I, are I can't. perishable. Yeah. <laughs> I still here. All right. I still have. You should be my, catching your gi on fire every third roll. Yeah. I. St- <laughs> <laughs> I have a gi, a gi top that I first started with. Man, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna actually. I'm probably gonna frame that one because it's just that memorable and like, you know, jujitsu has been the probably, jujitsu has been the most stable thing in my life besides. I wouldn't even say my mental health. <laughs> no, but it's been the most stable thing in my life. I mean, my bad habits are pretty stable. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah, they're hard to move around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my bad habits yeah. have a good base. Yeah. You're my rock bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> Where would I be without you? But like. No. Let's go on uh, Lifestyles of Rich and Famous and see where I would be without my bad habits. <laughs> where would I be without this performance anxiety? Where have you been my entire life? Fear of failure. Where would I be without you? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go to the Forbes magazine and the, 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 uh, the, top. the alternative yeah. reality. Take to a this. look Call at the Rob Report. 
Colin Moulton, billionaire, playboy. Billionaire. Mm. Shed, shed his bad habits at 21 and moved on to success. <laughs> <laughs> Parallel universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I won't. Yeah. I'm going to hold on to these. They're my rock. They're, they've been there for my They're entire gonna life. They're going to lead me all the way to an island in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Failure is to be celebrated in certain ways. I guess I don't know. I like I like living a humble life for Me sure. Too, man. Yeah, and also sorting these things out in a very real way. I think the problem with um, getting past them or getting getting over on your on your you know bad habits and like uh, having success too early. I've seen people do that, and then when the bad habits come back, there's so much more to lose. Like you'll never lose your bad habits, man. Well, you'll never like. You'll yeah. never lose them because they'll. To me, and this is this is where I've come to realize with myself is they're there for a reason. Ooh, they are there for a reason, and as much you know, as much positive talk, as much as this, as much as that. Yeah. If you do too much of that, and I'm I'm guilty of it, you'll start you know believing your own hype. You'll oh start yeah. Your own hype. You that think you're impervious bad, to that your triggers? That little bad habit, that little trigger back there, will be like, hey. Come here. Yeah, you're like, but Come I here, but buddy. I read Marcus Aurelius. I, I, I'm impervious to I'm you. Imper- no, 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 you're not. No, Come you're on. Not. Come on, sure. buddy. Let's read it together. Let's read it together. <laughs> oh, you failed right here. Remember yeah. remember uh, when you're in 10th grade and yeah. you, you messed up? This is why I'm here. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Oh, oh God. yeah. You ain't worth shit yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then you're, you know, like, God, I'm about, the yin and yang of it is like, that bad habit that brings you back to reality, if you go too far to it, too, like, deep and too, like, oh, my God, I remember this. Why did I fail? Oh, God. Then you hit that, you know. Yeah, then that, that's right. That, then it's back again. Then that white spot's like, hey, man. Yeah. The hey. Nor- hey. The Norse had gods. Yeah. And um, and the uh, some of the gods were like that. Some of the gods were basically they represented your, ba- your, your, your uh, you know, bad yeah. voices, you know. But, like. Your self-doubt and all that. You know, it's crazy. I don't know much about it, but <laughs> I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and she was like, "You know, there's some days I have bad thoughts and all that." I'm like, "You know, we all have them. Like, I, I, I'm not impervious to them. There's days that you're you're not impervious to your bad thoughts and these bad things that you're Tricksters, like, yeah, you're like, oh, and you stress out about or whatever it is, and you go through these like I call them like a micro depressions. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'll go, you'll see it. You, there's days you can see where I'm just not yeah. myself. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, <sighs> but guess what, man? The next day I wake up, I'm like, man, I'm kind of glad I went through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of glad I did because guess what? Now that I see that, you know, that bad little depression spot, I can see the better not, I can see the betterness of it. I can see the, I can see the purpose of that issue that I was going through as a good thing. Cause guess what? If I didn't go through the crap I went through, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I'd be some other Cog in a machine, dude, or just a just a shallower version of yeah, yourself, like, basically. Exactly, and the, like I kind of like the people you meet in the world that are out there just kind of wandering around, yeah. there, and you feel like you, you meet some people and they seem so unaware. Yeah, like it's crazy. Maybe they just haven't been through a couple of things that well, bring that awareness. Or... So back to what we were saying, back to jujitsu. Okay, because I always want to bring it back. Is like you know. Rogan always says it. Oh, you know, once you do jujitsu, you get better. You like you you go through conflict and all that. Well, I mean, in life, if you don't go through conflict, if you never, I'm not saying get in a street fight. If you never no. use your body in that way, oh, physically, physically, mentally. I mean, think about how much mental stress and 
cognitive stress we go through when you're rolling like yeah. oh man i'm getting this arm bar how am i gonna get up how am i what technique am i gonna use yeah and like to me now i it's all like in a cog of just okay i'm just gonna move and do this but when you first start jiu-jitsu you get that like mm-hmm. oh my god like you're you're in a trap mm-hmm. you're in a maze yeah right and then now as you come up and as you get better and better and better you're like okay cool but like these people that never gone through that as they don't soon see as, that evolution. They don't see it. They, they they see that. Oh, I must. You know, I have to have the the car, the house, the dogs, yeah. the kids, and, and the resistance to anything against like against yeah. what they want. Um, their their way of dealing with it that's been successful has been to fight or flight, run. You know, so like run, run away, yeah, run or, away or or overreact or whatever because they've never like consciously done that and had it not work and yeah. then found the actual solution yeah. through jujitsu, jujitsu or life, anything, man, like. Just, I think we've come to a part of society where it's okay to go, like, I'm not saying don't go to the authorities when it needs to happen, but we can't, we can't as people decide to like, hey man, we have an issue. What's our issue? Like, okay. Yeah. You know what? Be a grown up. Be a grown up. <laughs> grow, grow up. Don't go, don't go tell the teacher yeah, that yeah. I stole your pencil. <laughs> That's cancel culture. Tell yeah. him to run into oh the teacher. Oh my God. You teacher. Teacher. He said something <laughs> mean to me. Like, I'm like oh my God. Like, dude, gr- grow up. Like, just grow up. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying bullying is good. But it has its points. <laughs> uh, well, I'm kidding. So, so the co- but the stuff that happens, you're saying that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Being being bullied, having been been, having bullied, been bullied, and being bullied um, can benefit you if you if you if you know how to if you exi- Yeah, if you find your solution, if you find how you stand up in that, if you you know these are experiences people need in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. However, they get them, and that's one way to get them. Unfortunately, unfortunately, but we I don't mean, support it. But that's the idea. Is it, that, like it's not all. Bad but, necessarily, unless you want it to, unless you want to look at it that way. If you can, and it, you know, it teaches you conflict revolu- uh, resolution, resolution, that revolution, <laughs> conflict revolution. revolution. We have conflicts and we revolt <laughs> against them. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> but that's that's what jujitsu or anything that anything that is a physical sport or martial art can bring to you, and that's the benefit of it. And next thing you know, you're, you know. You know, thirteen years down the line, and you get a black belt, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! Yeah, I'm gonna cry. Like I'm it. happy. I'm sad. I don't know I'm what to starting do." It, except ah! start over. Exactly. You're starting over. That was, that was the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. I sat there for a minute. I'm like, "Oh, oh man, starting over." There's guys who've been doing jujitsu who's been a black belt longer than I've been doing jujitsu. Longer than you've been alive. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. You know, on the mat with you that day, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's two Andrew. coral belts around. Oh no, that that was a different day. The, that that day. was one of the coolest. Yeah. All right, so that day was cool. Tell I, us, I, tell me, what's it like to? Did you roll with a coral belt? No, I didn't. Okay, okay. I rolled with a few, like I said, I rolled with a few black belts, but then like, I, I was having such a. Sh- My trip to Brazil was crazy, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, there I, I could go on a stories about this, which I, I'll do that. It was a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster of emotions, just like it was a roller coaster of my life. Can I say this? That possibly some of it might have been because you were at a heightened state anyway because of what was incoming, you know? And so all those things are magnified just a little. Yeah, no, but like, so 
I lost my luggage. My luggage was lost. Yeah. I didn't lose it. It was lost. It was lost by the airline. For and two actually, days. you know what? No, let me let me let me rephrase yes, that. Sir. My luggage was on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> it went to a different part <laughs> of Brazil. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. We should go south. Yeah, we, 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 we go to Buenos Aires. Let's go to why, Argentina. Why not check out Chile? Well, so, <laughs> so my luggage is you know I, I don't have I have one pair of clothes. I had what I was wearing. I was a little upset. But, you know, I go, I'm trying to go with the flow and all that kind of stuff. And, well, I finally, you know, I give a big shout-out to Grant and a big shout-out to Alden and everybody because they, they basically were my rock there because I was, like, losing my shit. <laughs> they just kept – they stayed with you. Yeah, and they stayed – yeah, everybody helped me out, and I greatly appreciate them, and I truly Which reminds them. me, we need to check on Zaid. His okay. car was at Jiu-Jitsu this morning. Oh, God. He lost his keys yesterday. Oh, my God. We, I'll, I'll give him a text We a need to bit. check on him when we're done. But, um, so, like I said, man, like, I didn't have my gi. I didn't have my, my belt that, my one brown belt that I had and that, you know, I got as a brown belt, like, when it was first tied on to me, I did not buy a new one. And that's my, like, there's so many memories, blood, sweat, and tears, anguish, all this, all this emotion onto that one belt. So... You thought it might be gone, gone. Yeah, I was like, Jeez. oh, my God, I don't want this. And then then I had to hear, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I, I don't like being pitied. I, that's oh, one yeah. thing. I, I'm not a pity Is that person. one of your core things? Oh, my God, do not pity me. Yeah. I, I put myself hard. in this situation. It's real hard, Paul. <laughs> 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 I'm just joking. <laughs> but, no, like, don't, don't, like, okay, yes, thank you for, thank you for caring. Yeah. I appreciate that. Let's find a solution. Okay, yeah. My mom was that way. She always did that to me, but but I also feel like there is a there is a season yeah. for people to care well, for one another. No, so, no I'm not saying no, that don't care. Yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. is, yeah, I know. Let's okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate the care. I'm not a psychopath. I understand that you're empathetic yeah, towards yeah. me, but do it in a real way. But let's find a solution to the problem because that reflects the, the which Greg the truth behind the the, the yes. empathy right? Greg and Grant did a great freaking job my mom also did a great job yeah. they, we, we called Lambda from Brazil we called Lambda from the United States we finally got my stuff short, short story uh, long story short we got my stuff on I think the that's the only day. story kind of medium short yeah. medium long oh no there, there's more to the story that's amazing <laughs> oh but so the day that you saw me with the two coral belts, right? Yeah, I was roll. I rolled with that uh, one black belt, real cool dude. He's the guy that caught me in the loop choke, and then I was like, "All right, let's go." So I turned yeah. it up on him, and I went for like this crazy armbar and hit it, and like really like nice. I was about to put it on, and then he tapped. I was like, "Yes." Yeah. Then I rolled with this other black belt man, and really cool dude. I, I wish I got his name. I, I follow him on Instagram, but once I do that, I'll tag them and you know give them some love because these guys were really cool. Yeah. Well, I was. I was rolling with this dude, and it was, like, a good roll. Like, he had some good grips, but I was able to get past, and I was able to do my stuff, and I got him in a an Americana. And then we kept rolling, 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 and we just kept going. Well, then there was a couple opportunities I, I could have gone for leg locks. I didn't go for him because I'm like, I'm in Brazil. I'm not going to do that to this guy because I don't know how they're going to react. Well, as soon as I finished rolling with that guy, that older, not Pedro, but the other coral belt and the blackie in that picture. Yeah. He comes up to me and, and you know, Wait, broken, he had a cool name. Roy something. Roy Fly or Sky. Roy Sky. Sky. Yeah. Roy Fly, I think, or Sky. Roy Sky. Well, That's he comes up to me and, like, broken English. Hey, I like the way you roll. I'm like, the Corbell just told me I like the way. Wow. I was like, oh. I, I, I about creamed myself on that. Yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus. What was he? What was his body type? He was a skinnier guy mm, no yeah. kidding wow yeah and he was, was like, like uh 
yeah, living vicariously through <laughs> the monster man on the mat. Well, you know, yeah. the, you know, the way I roll is not like oh, I see a size. You know, You're I not like pounding. And, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I can be. I can be very. But bump, in this bah, case, bah, you were bah, rolling. Bah. I was rolling technically, technically, and I was like doing some stuff that was outside the box, okay. which I try to do. Funk jitsu, baby. So maybe what he was saying to you is that's cool how you're powerful, but not super fundamental. Yeah, yeah because a lot of po- powerful, strong guys get away with just fundamental no, and pushing fun- through with like smash passes. And- they don't get away with fundamentals. They get away with their strength. R- right. Meaning, meaning fundamental meaning strength, fundamentals only meaning like smash passing and that kind of so just straightforward jujitsu because you, you get there with, with power and then it's like, oh, this works great. I'll just do this. Yeah. But but you work outside of that. I try to, man. And then yeah, you paint all over the campus. Yeah, you I'm, really do. I, I try to because it's it, it's more fun for me, and I think it's more fun for the. Well, I'd say it's more fun yeah, for people occasionally. <laughs> occasionally, like, <laughs> hey, I'm not just. Oh man, you just hit me with a Kimura. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I've been submitted from control positions with you, where I'm in control, and then you submit me, and I'm like, what? Come on, man. Oh, I gotta learn Taekwondo now. <laughs> funk Jitsu, baby, Funk Jitsu. Mm. Nah, dude, it, it, it was. It was a really cool experience, and like I said, man, I mean, if if you ever get a chance to get your uh, belt down there, I, I recommend it, because yeah, first of all, you're in freaking paradise. Pedro's spot in Petropolis, holy Okay, so crap. we can't tell the stories, but you got to sit at the table, man. Oh, my God. And that... then the stories and the like, the raw, like... So, the guy that works for Pedro, man, he, he, he reminds me of like a family member of mine. Like, he just... There's something about him. Like when you say worked with Pedro, what does that mean? He um he was the guy that, at the barbecue. Okay, um, Baru, and he is. <laughs> He's he helped him while he was there with all the logistics and stuff. No, no, no. He, he was the him? cook. He was you right. Know, yeah, oh, he, was, oh, like, he works head, at Petropolis. Yeah, he oh, works okay. at the thing. He's like the head groundskeeper. Basically. I got it. He's the head guy there. Besides Pedro, when Pedro's gone, he's the guy in charge. Well, so turns out he. Somehow, I like when they were training. He actually tapped Hickson. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sitting next to this guy who yeah. is he has a trumpet for a mouth, as Pedro would say, because he's already like like a loud mouth dude. Oh really? Like I look at him like you a light skinned family member of my dog. Like you remind me of somebody. Like he reminds me of my one of my mom's uncles because just the way he talked, the way okay, he's speaking Portuguese. I don't understand Portuguese. But he's yeah. speaking it and like just the way he's talking, I'm like, and it's raw. It's a raw style of talk. Yeah, I'm like, I like it. it does he have a lot of shush in his in his voice? Well, he's shana like this, shush. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he's from the rainforest up north. Yeah. I originally, I don't know, man. Probably, but, I bet you. We'll but, have to ask. Yeah, but he's cool. He was cool, man. I mean, hey, let me ask you this. Um, <clears throat> Petropolis is. You said. Um, Pedro's in charge. Yeah. There, that's it. Does he own that property? Yeah, that's his family's property. Oh, okay. Well, wait a minute. I thought Elio used to have that property. I thought that was Elio's property. No, 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 no. Why did I think that? I, okay. I, I thought the same thing, but turns out it, Pedro's family used to own that uh, owns that property, right? Mm-hmm. Like his family was a big deal back in the day. In Petropolis Brazil. is a town, right? Yes. Okay. So the but the Petropolis like uh, kind of um, uh, it's like um, it's like a suburb. It's like Pooler, man. It's like okay. Pooler to Rio, but to except, Rio. actually, it's more like Statesboro to Rio. <laughs> okay, a little further. Yeah, it's like 30 minutes outside of it. But the compound, the Petropolis compound, the one that they refer yeah, yeah. to is the one that Pedro has. Yes. Okay, okay. So Petropolis... See, I always thought Elio lived there and I, raised his same boys here, there. Same here, but I mean, I think they lived in the town. Okay. I, I'm not they sure. They also had a Petropolis place. Yeah. Okay. But dude, this place was like... 
imagine being like I said, man. I, I have pictures that don't do it justice because it's, it's beautiful, big beautiful. home, large table, right? like, huge table, right? He, um, pretty big table. Sits so like eight, nine, oh, okay, 10. okay. And see, it's Helio's table. See, I, that's what I'm saying. I, like, I was eating breakfast at Helio's table, yeah, like, oh my man. god. Yeah, and it was it was beautiful, man. I'm like, it was just. Were there mats outside? No, nah, there's no mats outside. Okay, it was there, in, were, there were pictures of the, in the old days where they would just like put mats outside the kitchen and like yeah, they would yeah. just go after they ate and rolled. And we did yeah. that, man. Like not right after you roll, yeah. like not right after, after you, you eat. ate, but like you know, an hour after we'd go train. Or, yeah, and dude, I mean, we're at this freaking place. This is a crazy experience. We were at a. We were, there was a fireplace next to the mats while we were rolling. Ah! So we were rolling next to a fireplace. Woo! My only thing is I'm, I'm a little upset at myself is I, I want to get my black belt and then take the, uh, <laughs> what, uh, what's his name? Um, Burt Reynolds picture with the black oh, belt. Oh, around by me. the fireplace? By the just fireplace. a black belt? No, I'd have gi pants on. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but that was so cool. And like, this is really cool, man. Like, oh, God, they're, they're <sighs> Like, all right, I'll give you the, the one of the cool experiences. After the day I got my black belt, we go get dinner. I go hang out with this dude, Chad. I forget his last name. Really cool dude. He's coming to – he'd be really good on the podcast because he has some crazy stories. He's like right a on. jiu-jitsu historian. Oh, perfect. And he you know, he's he was one of Pedro's first students, all that kind of stuff. Man, that's great. And he, he's – he's like – got to get him in here. Yeah, he'd be great for the podcast. But – um. So, you know, we go have a few beers, and I'm, you know, we're, the night's winding down. I'm still on cloud freaking nine, because yeah, I'm like... you're still glowing. I, I, I'm still glowing. Like, I'm, really I, I still can't believe that I'm a black belt. wild, man. <laughs> but, like, I'm sitting there, and I have some music in, and I'm looking at the stars, just out by, next to the pool. It, very little light pollution, so you can see more, and it was just... It was just one of those moments in life where you just, like... Wow, I, 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 I can't believe this. I, like, through my entire life, I've never been one of those guys who was. I'm gonna go travel the world. I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to. But through jujitsu, I've met people and I've done things like traveling and all that. And that's the craziest thing is like this one. This one moment in my life started when my parents signed me up at a jiu-jitsu school by my house. No, Okinawan jiu-jitsu, like a Japanese jiu-jitsu. No, right? just straight up MMA school. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was that, you know, like, remember like 2000, I'd say 2006, basically, 2007, mm-hmm. right after the UFC, the, you know, Ultimate Fighter came out. The Ultimate Fighter is like three years in at that yeah, point. Yeah, so like, I, that's how I basically yeah. started. You know, that turned a lot of people on. It turned me on. Yeah. Because I didn't really get it, get it. And I had to even, like I said, you know, I knew, like, I, you knew I knew Chuck Liddell yeah. back in the day. So, um, like, as friends, you know, just randomly. And um, and then, not not tight, but, like, through friends. And then, um, and then I saw that, but it was the Ultimate Fighter that got yeah. it. Because I'm watching it, and I'm like, the, I could do that. They're, they're just, okay, they're training a lot. And, and so I just started treating every road gig like I was on the Ultimate Fighter. So oh I'd, like, be God. in the gym, on the bike all day long, <laughs> I mean, like, working out. And then I'd get home, and I was, like, looking for jiu-jitsu places to train, like, within two weeks. And I, and, and I signed up. Well, I mean, I got to thank my parents for, you know, yeah. signing me up. For, they, they wanted me to do MMA, to, you know, as a, because I, I got in college, when I was in college, I got in a couple fights, and. You know, my wrestling really helped me, but at the same time, you know, stand up and jiu-jitsu. If you're going to get in a fight, wrestling's great, but you got to know some submissions and you got to know how to throw a couple punches. You know what's funny is that when you said your parents signed you up for MMA, yeah. and uh, and a big shout-out to them or whatever, and um, 
Uh, I was imagining you as a child. That you? No, I was no. 18 years old. <laughs> I, I, I was a grown. So here's the thing, man. And you notice, you could tell I'm still a child at yeah, heart. Yeah. I am still a kid. I'm yeah. a grown up kid, but I'm still a freaking. I'm a 33 year old fucking child. Yeah, yeah. You embrace it. You embrace I, I enjoy the, it, man. But positive maturity. Yes, but man, it, it's crazy. Is that? That one thing, like that, that sparked where I'm at right now, where, you know, being a firefighter, being in certain relationships I have had, certain things I've done, knowing certain people, like it, it's, it's crazy how one, one small decision in your whole life, stepping to the gym and keeping to it. If, if I can give out anything to anybody, it, no matter what you do, if it's the right thing for you, stick to it. Like if if you're an upcoming stand up guy, like you know, doing stand up comedy, oh stand up comedy, yeah. like you know, and you you're not having the best time at it, stay but in the you, pocket. You, you you feel like you have it, you feel like you can you can make it. Stay with it and see what happens, man. You know what? You may burn out, you may flame out, and you know I thought you know I thought MMA was my thing, dude. I really yeah. did. I thought yeah. I was going to be the next UFC champion. Yeah. Turns out, no, I'm. I'm a firefighter in Savannah, Georgia, and I love it. Like, yeah. I love everything I do. I I wake up in the morning right now, and I'm more educated, more aware, and more just I'm just happier where I'm at right now in life through one decision. One decision being, a, you know, doing doing jujitsu. I wake up in the morning after jujitsu. I'm still like. I am. Jiu-Jitsu is awesome. One year ago, you were in complete and total turmoil. Yeah. Somebody had just, uh, somebody, uh, a, a, a person close to you had, had uh, through whatever reason, for whatever reason, had um, intentionally squashed your spirit um, in some yeah. ways, had made a choice to make you feel small. And you listened, and you felt it, and it hurt you, and... You had to recover from that in a really fundamental way because that that voice was always there, that echo, whatever, and you were hurting, and you did all kinds of stuff to try to fix it or squash it or make it go away, and but you but you stayed in the pocket. You talked to me, you talked to people, you um <clears throat> you kept uh, bouncing back from bad decisions and um <laughs> making some real bad decisions. Well, just, nothing like life changing, no, but just just like you know, not on the path you wanted to be on. Yeah, and so you kept. You you can't, you just in other words you stayed in the pocket yeah and look at how look at the difference now in your life the, the like you said when you wake up in the morning I can't remember sitting right here across from you a year ago hungover and, and, I was probably hungover and when you woke still up drunk. that morning you felt bad about yourself yeah and and uh, and now there's nothing you can do to make you feel that way you right know, now right, right now. now you're right but like as I'm going through. As I meet people, what's the reason though? I'm asking you what What did you do to get to this point in one year? Less attachments. Okay. Le- like as I, I know that sounds horrible, and I, this is where I was about to All get right. to. Maybe that's good. So as I mean by less attachments is not like I'm I'm attached to my dog. I love my dog. I love jujitsu. Yeah. But it's not what makes me. It's not that I'm not. A year ago, like a couple, you know, I was the guy who had a house fiance dogs this that the other and that was my life yeah what really got me going and thinking about this you know reading and educating myself to a point is to understand that yes i am that guy but you can you can take everything away from me 
You could take you could take my house, you could take my car, you could take my dogs, you could take my job, you could take you could take everything away from me. I am I still that one person? No, I'm I'm Paul. I I not in the egotistical way, but the thought is like you could take everything away from me and I still know, I still have knowledge. I still have this. I'm not just a two-dimensional person. I'm a three-dimensional person. I'm a four-dimensional person who is not attached to what I have, attached to my material I, items. I, I know that's such, it's a weird thought where I'm trying to, I, I can't really express it because it is where, when I say I'm not attached, like my dog makes me happy, but it is not happiness. It, this, the person I'm hanging out with right now, she makes me really happy. She makes me that, but I do not require her essence to be happy she doesn't she brings happiness to me yeah not i need i need her happiness for me like i'm not trying to drain happiness okay. off of somebody okay. i'm keeping the i'm happy that's an important and I'm distinction bring, i'm bringing people i'm bringing things and people into my life that that enhance it that, that God, that's such a weird no 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 weird, I'm, I'm trying to like it's such a weird out like you know such a weird not ego not the, I can't. I really can't. Let say. me clarify yeah, what clarify. I think you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> um, because it resonates with me because I'm going through something right now in my life where I'm uh, having to. You know, it's just something I've always kind of gone through back and forth. But um, uh, what you just said is you're uh, attached. Like you're you're um, you don't need uh, these other attachments to be happy, um, but they bring you happiness. Yes. Okay. That was a clear. That was the most most clear clear, and. Um, that being said, if if something happened to your dog and he was on a different journey and yeah. involved a, a yeah. random car driving by, then um, that would be horrible for you. But it would not destroy your happiness. Yes, because your happiness comes from within. It's some it's something part of who you are. You're Paul. Without all these things, uh, without jujitsu, without fire, without everything you're doing, um, you're still you because you've built you've built some you've built something um, inside of who you are. That involves the knowledge of how to live and how to be yes. you. So, so that if that's your core, then it's coming from within. It's not coming from without. And I think that's kind of what you're saying, right? Yeah. Like uh, me and so me, me and Troy, me, me and him have become like Troy's an I, insightful dude. Yeah, he's very insightful, very very knowledgeable. And me and him had a conversation one day, and I was, I, I, it was a couple couple weeks, about a couple months ago. I was going, I was in a rough spot. Like, I was like. I was getting rejected a lot from you know the opposite sex, and I was like, "What? What am I doing wrong? What am I? What? What's wrong with me?" And then he's like, "Dude, you just you know it happens. You know shit. You know shit happens." And I I thought to myself, "Yeah." He said something. He's like, "You you know people are in your life. It's great. You you but you also like got to be ready. You got to also be cool with dying alone." Yeah, it sounds so like sad and all that but then but it shouldn't be it, it isn't i i mean dude like your, your you want your journey to be something you imagine so the attachment that we're talking about losing exactly. is the expectation. the expectation so you have an expectation if, if we have these expectations for how we should be living yes. our lives and that's going to make us happy that's the mistake exactly you've got to let go of those expectations and let and and you will guide your life in the way that you guide it but sometimes it's just going to go where it goes exactly. and some of this stuff is not in our Stop. control and this is where 
the Taoism came into my life. Like, not that, but I've always kind of had, like, like, in the last year, Stoicism. Buddhism, yeah, you've been exploring all, all that this, right? hardcore. But, like, that one little conversation, that one little piece, he left after that because he's like, dude, you probably need to sit on that. I had a beer, sat there, thought about it, went home, thought about it, and it hit me for, like, about a week, and I thought about it. I was like, it's okay. Like, I'm okay with the way I live. If somebody else comes in my life, it's cool. And if they, you know, if they leave, it's cool. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying what I do now, and I'm not not that I fully accepted it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not fully accepting like, oh my god, one big moment. No, dude, there's no such thing as one big moment. It's just that. Okay, you know what? You constantly have to think about this, and you constantly have to meditate on things, and you have to do this for your life. And that one big moment in your life ain't gonna ca- happen, buddy. The one big moment, you know. Oh, the the the, the destination that, that, or whatever. Bah, yeah, I know that. But like, you know, to bring it back is like, you know, like as a blue belt man, you'd like tap a black belt and be like, "Oh man, Uncle Dana's gonna call me now, <laughs> Uncle." You know, right. you know, Uncle Scott's gonna call me now. You know, if you're an MMA fan, <laughs> you know, like that guy's gonna call me that. That one fight's gonna come. I'm gonna win this one fight, then I'm gonna win the next fight, and then go down the road, and I'm gonna be yeah. the world champion. That's never gonna happen. You as a person, and as I, I and I, I'm not, ta- I'm not trying to be hypocritical because I'm still doing this. I, I'm still working on me. And as people, we have to understand that sometimes you just gotta let go. You just gotta let go of everything and just let there's the universe cr- crash. There's a quote uh, that I saw today in my little quote feed. I get these little quote feeds. <laughs> you ever get those where you're like. Yeah. The, yeah. Okay. So I get, I get on my email thing. Let me see if I can find this one because it's really good if it's still here. Um, if it's not, that's okay. I think I remember it. Kind of remember it. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, to love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. That's one. And then the other one, and this is all in one day. Um, so I had two of them. Uh, uh, I'm going to try to remember it because I can't find it. But it's um, life is easier to understand. Um, from in reverse but it's meant to be lived forward yes yeah so the hard part of that to get a get your head around is the fact that like we can see everything in hindsight hindsight right? 2020 right? yeah we can see everything um <clears throat> so we see all these mistakes we made we you know blah 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 but but we're meant to be living forward so um yeah the more you can live forward and not backward the better which means letting go of these expectations yeah and living forward live forward and uh, and you could do these things by um, when you like I said earlier, if you hold yourself accountable in a in a structural way, like you automatically have a technique for holding yourself yes. accountable interpersonally, one on one with people or your family or your life, whatever. Then you don't have to hold on to these things from the past, and then your expectations, you can start to let go of those because you're defined by these forward movements. Yeah. Not by what you what you're supposed to you well, know what, to the way the other things are supposed to go. Living with the Joneses, you know yeah. this guy got married, so I have to get married. You know, you know, f that, dude. You know, you as people, we have our own journeys and we have our own destinations that we're going to get to. And it, 
But we, control, not, we try to control them. That's where we can't. fail. My you dad can't. used to say that. Is like uh, that he used God. He'd say, you know, God, you know, we make all these plans and God's just laughing. Yeah, yeah. Which because uh, he had my, my father. Here's a great example. My father lived um, several lives, but one of them was he had a 27 year marriage with this woman that um, after he divorced my mom, that was like an incredibly. Um, fulfilling relationship. She was very nurturing to him and very loving to him. Was there for him in a very staunch and yeah. and and um, and um, a, she she was a leader in their relationship and she was very strong for him. She gave him everything he needed and the way that he lived and um, and uh, he. You know, he imagined like we all do. That's just going to go on forever. And then she got ovarian cancer and passed away when he was in his late 60s, early 70s and left him with this other decade to just deal with like uh, alone. And and uh, that wasn't what he imagined. No. And he, and he spent he spent a cu- couple of years sorting that out, like you or I would. But he didn't dwell. He didn't like you know. A lot of people just like they hit the rocks and they stay there. And you're done. And they just focus on the loss. But the truth is, your life he, keeps going. He made a very conscious effort to recognize that. What he was missing was just his own imaginary expectations. Yeah. And there was nothing missing. You know, it's funny, man. Like, a lot of people have a lot of regrets. I have regrets that I've done in the past and certain things I've said to people and certain things I can never say back. I can never get back. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're saying, man, we – you can't you can't live in the past. And you can't get stuck on these one situations. Yeah, you know what? My, my little – like I said earlier, my little depression bubbles hit and that's, like, me living in the past – my anxiety bubbles hit. My anger bubbles hit. That's me living in the future. I try not to let that happen anymore. I, not that I don't let it happen. I try to you live. Try. I try to live through it because guess what? That made that made me the person I am. You know, the depression bubbles made me that person. That's the the way I live my life is not because of it, but it's you know helped me weave around certain things. Maybe it motivated you motivated, to do things to yeah, keep away from that feeling. Exactly. Yeah. And that anxiety bubbles that you get and you get all anxiety. Oh, my God, this has to happen this way. Guess what? That's that's you overthinking, man. That's yeah. everyone overthinking everything. And, oh, man, if I do it like this, I, guess what, man? You, you, you're living – you're not living for today. You're living for you, – you're, if you're depressed, you're living for yesterday. If you're in, you have a bunch of anxiety, you're living for tomorrow. Yeah. Got to live for today. Well, the other thing too is all there is is today. Exactly. And, and when we are living in one of those other places, we're missing today. And so the, the thing goes by us, and the people that are around us. Sometimes you go, you look back at the last week or two by accident, or somebody brings it to your attention, and they're like, "Where were you?" And you were there, but you didn't get it. You didn't get. You to weren't experience emotionally it. evolved. You weren't even present because no. you were too busy with this other stuff, which is, you know, I mean. We have to do certain things in life to survive, yeah. but in the process, um, we are not the best us when we're doing that, when we're not in the moment. It was, all right, so another really cool thing I noticed in Brazil. Not no, not I noticed, but so I woke up one morning really early. Like I, I, I just instant wake up at like 6 o'clock in the morning. All right, cool. What am I going to do? Eyes wide open. <laughs> Eyes wide open, like no coffee, no nothing. I'm like, what am I going to do? So... I woke, you know, I kind of just laid in bed and chilled, stayed off my phone because I'm like, you know what? I'm in Brazil. I'm going to stay the fuck off my phone. Yeah. So I get there and I go outside and the first thing I see is a little hummingbird. Yeah. Just a little hummingbird. Just fly, flapping around like as fast as possible. And I, I went, oh man, I want a picture with that. I want a picture of that bird. I went to grab my phone and I went to take the picture. It was gone. I was like, 
Yeah. That fleeting moment. Yeah. That was yours. That that was, that was me for me, and I, I need to I need to remember that as be there with the bird. Yeah, be yeah. there with the bird. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy it. I wonder if hummingbirds know that they're in most Zen Cohen stories. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do they know that they're driving most of our Zen moments? Because <laughs> there's a whole sh- shitload of crows out there yeah. that are like, we want to be in the story. We're like, not really. Yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys are for something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys attempted to murder. We try to pretend you're not there, but. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> I mean, if you read Buddhism at all, but that's why we're laughing yeah. so loud, is because we both have read through this stuff before. That all the Zen Cohens, there's so many hummingbirds. Yeah, they always represent exactly what you were just describing. It's where just... you're like, you you look, you know, you're looking at this bird, and you're like, you're, and the and the and the student asks his master, "Does the hummingbird da 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 da?" And then the the master says, um, "What hummingbird? What hummingbird? He's gone now." <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you have to be with that hummingbird. Yeah, yeah. I just found it really crazy that. <laughs> as zen as that sounds is like i i didn't even mean to make it sound that zen i was, was just like yeah it happened and that is that's, that's i told what... you this yesterday i think I, or no you weren't around maybe you were i saw these two girls at the beach the other day yeah and uh we're at the surf I was, contest I was, yeah and yeah, yeah. uh and they were like they they went out there and they had they were like they just went they did you could tell they weren't like outdoorsy girls but yeah. they were like dressed in these bikinis and they wanted to look hot and um and they had their cameras, uh, their phones, and they had a, a towel laid out. And then they stood by the towel for a good hour, hour and a quarter, taking pictures of themselves and one another <laughs> and looking at the pictures and standing there and posting and looking. And they never once went to the water and they never once laid down in the sand and ran their toes through it or just – they just didn't – they were not at the beach, dude. They were not the at The entire moment. time they were at the beach. Yeah, they were not in that moment. How crazy is that? I mean, how do you do that and not notice you're doing it? Because I get weirded out if I – I even pull my phone out in a place like that where I'm like, God, this is silly. Yeah. You know, like I got to put this away. You know, if I'm at a you know waterfall or on a hike or at a beach or whatever, like I'll take a picture, but man, one you, picture. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be out there like, I guess, I guess it's egotistical to say, I don't want to be that guy. Like I don't care what I look like to other people. But the truth is I care about how I'm experiencing that moment. Makes me nervous. So if I if I'm like losing it, missing it. One thing that I did while we were in Brazil, I you know, when we were in Rio, we went to, we went to Sugarloaf. It's this big. Yeah, what is that? It's, it's like some rock formations, like these big pieces of granite. I guess I'm not 100 percent sure what it was, mm-hmm. but beautiful, and you get to see all of Rio. So you didn't? You're not a geologist. I am not a geologist, sir. <laughs> all right. But no, like, and then you take see these like yourself. little um, lifts and all that up there. Well, I'm not the biggest like. Oh my god, I'm gonna take pictures with everything. Like, oh, selfie. I don't, I'm not. I do take selfies, but I don't try to look like a tourist. Yeah. yeah. You just well, want to remember that I, place. So, um, Greg, looked, I was like, man, I started doing that, and I'm like, man, I look like a, I look like a straight tourist. And he's like, dude, enjoy it. You are exactly <laughs> like, welcome. Oh yeah, yeah. Welcome to Brazil. <laughs> so took, you don't live here, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, took a, I took a bunch of like selfies and stupid pictures, but I, you know what? I enjoyed it, man. It was oh, yeah, God. yeah. So you enjoyed it, and you got your pictures. Yeah. But that, my point about the girls is that they they just weren't they weren't experiencing the. The place. They were taking the pictures. I almost wanted to go to them and fake enjo- faking it. Well, I suppose, yeah, but I mean, to them, that's how they're enjoying. I guess and that's cool. Yeah. But I wanted to come to them and be like, "Hey, guys, there's some other stuff you can do here that's really fun. Check this out. Go get feel the temperature of the water. Check out these shells over here. Yeah. Go chase these birds. You know, uh, go meet these people. You know, go uh, jump on a surfboard. Everybody's got surfboards out here. It's yeah. a surf contest. Borrow one and go paddle around like a you know like silly a moron. person. It's great. Yeah, like all of us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, experience it. You know. Oh, well, some people won't like I. All right, they may have experienced it in their own way. 
that's what I'm saying is like that's what they wanted to do. But, but there's some other things they could do that maybe they would like as well. That's one of those things where I, I truly don't enjoy. I you know I'll take a picture surfing like me at the beach. Like oh my god, this is what I'm doing, guys. Come yeah. through. Let's come on. Let's yeah, get more people. Yeah. Because I want more people to go out there and enjoy it. Because it's beautiful, man. It's oh god, surfing is one of the. Surfing is amazing, and it, what it, what it does for me is just makes me a, a better, happier person. I don't know yeah. if, what it does for you. Yeah, it helps relieve stress. Same. And you're like, oh man, but like the other a couple weeks ago before I left, man, I, went, I was getting like angsty. I was like, man, I haven't surfed in like two weeks. What am I doing? I haven't surfed in a month. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I finally went out there, and man, I caught. It was an outgoing tide, so the you know the waves weren't that good, but yeah. they were pretty good. Yeah, I was out there and not a lot of people, but man, I caught the like I got my stance right. I hit I hit this wave, oh, nice. and it was just you know like okay. you know like beginner yeah. surfers like one two three yeah. and they they oh, fall right. off. Yeah, yeah. This guy. Yeah, yeah. I finally guy. hit it where it was like one two three. Oh, you were in it, oh, and I was just riding. You get to feel the wave. That I felt the wave. Phases. Of I was kind of cutting in. I, I was trying to get some pump in it. My stance was a little too wide, but I realized something. I was like, okay, I need well, to get stepped in. I need to step a little higher up on the board when I pop up. Yeah, and it was beautiful. In higher and, in the wave, get on the rail. Yeah, yeah. And then all that, and at that moment, it, you realize like, and, and this is with anything you do, man. Like you, once you figure out that. That touch, that panaz. Uh-huh. Like, wow. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you got oh, to say. Oh, you had a moment. Yeah, like, like a, yeah, more. You elevated wow. your game a little. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. Feels cool, doesn't it? It's amazing. Because you're doing it while you're communing with this other thing. There's like a with force wave, going on. The, the waves, waves moving, the tide, the, the earth. I mean, the, everything's moving yeah. under you. And you're on this board and you're like. Just the perfect. <clears throat> and you're trying to find that, like, where the power pocket is in there and stay in there. And you're you're using your technique to, like, mesh with the technique of the earth. Yeah. It's so cool. <laughs> so, like, it's just, like, the timing, the perfect timing that. All right, the wave has to come at a certain tide. You have to be out there at a certain time. The timing of it, and then you have to paddle out, paddle out. But you can't paddle too fast. Can't paddle too slow. You yeah, have to it, like just right, just right, and as perfect as that can be. But it's not perfect. Yeah, it's so like that's the whole point. It's like, yeah. it's like with, you're rolling with your training partner, constantly sol- problem solving. Yeah, and it's like problem solving of we're all having this crazy and that's why jujitsu and surfing go together so well right because it's advanced problem solving with doing physical things and then you're still just they're moving and you're moving but in this case it's the elements and the the earth and the water yeah everything's moving and you're like if i'm not if you're not all right you know if you're not when when's the worst time to surf when you're not Uh, out there when you're not out there (laughs) oh right like if you're not out surfing that's yeah. the worst time because guess what? You're not surfing. Oh yeah. Even if it's what? a f- flat day. Wait, like, what? Like if you're not su- if you're not out surfing. Yeah, that's the worst time to surf. Yeah, because you're not you're not doing it. Oh okay. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not, if you're it. not in the water. <laughs> yeah. You're not surfing, so yeah. how can you surf without being oh, in the water? Oh okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's yeah. weird. I get you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So if you're not in the water, that's the worst time to surf. <laughs> yeah. All right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's stupid, but it's it's, it's kind of cool. <laughs> But even yeah. it, even on like flat days, if you go out there and just paddle and just enjoy it, yeah, just get out there, paddle on your board, enjoy it, enjoy the being out in the water. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's the, that's what I like about. It. I do it too. Yeah, I, I I like to go out when there's nothing, and I like to go out when it's horrifying, horrifying, yeah. horrifying. <laughs> yeah. like um, 
not Trevor, but um, another buddy of mine, he and I went out a couple of times in a row during hurricane surf. And, oh. and I mean, it was when no one else would go out. And we're coming into a stormy week with some good surf. And uh, I know that Kevin and I are going to do that again. And um, I love doing that with him because we have this sort of like bond where it's like we'll go where no one else will go, when no one else will go there, just to try to catch that one little wind chop peak up and see yeah. if we can get out there in it. It's mushy. It's it's crazy, stormy. It's yeah, like two every seconds which way. You between... feel like, yeah, you feel like you're in a in a movie about a ship that got lost. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like really cool. And you're ten because, feet offshore. <laughs> but yeah, but but the beauty of it is that you're. You're doing what you're describing where you're like you're doing all those things where you're um, communing with the movement of the water and all yeah. that uh, and using your own technique. But you're doing it with more dire circumstances where you're getting smashed and yeah. you're getting thrown and you're getting and then you can't paddle back out. So it's creating more uh, of an interaction yeah. with the elements. And, and uh, I like to do that, too. Like I like to do all of it. You have to. There's I mean, some guys that won't go surf when it's not super clean. And, I'm, and I think, uh, you know, for, for them, I'm. I feel bad. I, I guess I get what they're doing, but it's the same kind of it's the same mindset that keeps people on a couch, you know, yeah. where they're like, oh, um, I don't really like getting hurt or my cold finger or, hurts. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna train today. My ankle hurts. Or 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 the well, the um, I have uh, someone in my life who I want more for them physically. I want them to like do stuff, but they have this like mindset from uh, growing up or whatever of comfort always chasing comfort like i'm gonna you know i don't oh that's it's too cold to do this or too too um i don't like that or i don't like this and it's too physical to do and you know it hurts to do that or i don't like people sweat so i'm not gonna do jujitsu so there's like all these barriers to physical activity and um and then and then it gets that, that circle man i'm telling you gets smaller and smaller yeah. if you start thinking that way well Everyone, like, I've noticed more in society, and I, I hate to rant, blame society, you know, society's fault. No, but everybody wants to kind of be in, like, this little comfort circle. where Not everybody. Have, not everybody, but I'm saying yeah, most. most yeah, people, it seems that for a long time that was our culture. But it's, it's, isn't it shifting a little? It, it, so, you know what? Some of it is, and there are brave people out there doing crazy things. We're doing it. We're doing jujitsu. We're surfing I, hurricanes. Yeah. So to, there's right? guys skydiving. Oh, J- Jamie skydives all yeah. the time. And yeah, like there's those people guys who doing... go surf Mavericks and yeah. it's like amazing. But there's a lot of people now in everyday life that are like, I don't need to be an extreme sports person. I just want to be somebody who's yeah. living life. So you got a lot of those people, but then you still have these people who, you know, like I said, like they're chasing the comfort because they want, you know, springtime in their house all the time. Mm-hmm. They want, you know, they want food for them ready to go. They don't want to have to like, oh man, I burnt, I burned some chicken. Let's see what it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do that. Yeah, like, oh man, this doesn't look too good. Yeah, you and I will eat right through an overcooked barbecue, right? Yeah, and yeah. we'll love it. Yeah, you and I will sit and talk about how we love it. Yeah. That's our nature. And then, but then, like, while we do that, there's other people. Well, oh, I don't like, I don't like to this try new vegetables. This isn't optimum. Yeah, like, I think as we've gotten to very. And I'm God. I sound like a hypocrite because I'm talking on a microphone with computers and all this. As we got into this like super industrial society, we have lost that. We we want more. A lot of people want more sterile stuff. Like they want everything in life to be sterile. Yes, yeah, sterile. Sterile. Yeah. sterile. Oh, I thought you said stale. Stale and sterile. Yeah, exactly. Both. Yeah. But like, you know, like true. The true part of life is you know. We have to be – sometimes you just have to be dirty, grimy, go outside, yeah. play with the dirt. Like, yeah. like 
I I was told this, and I'm I 100% agree with this. Is a and this goes to you know what we're going through right now. COVID, a strong immune system is not given; it is earned. Oh yeah, you and develop I, it. You yeah. develop it. I mean, and that's with any skill you have. I mean, everybody wants to like. Oh man, I one day I want I can't wait till the jiu-jitsu you can just plug it in your brain and go. I'm like Not really. No. I, because you can't. You can't. Like Because don't you you can't what do you get to download the experience exactly. of like failing and getting hurt and like putting yourself in the wrong spots and, and like that's not right. Like, just the technique. The technique and like I mean oh, no, but I mean that's all you could wait, right? I, I that's what I think. What's the download? Is the download the technique? Because if it's if somehow you can encapsulate this the experience that you get from failing over and over, then maybe that makes sense. But I don't think that's what we're talking about. No. We're talking about the technique. The technique no, that's and what here I'm it is. Yeah. What I'm saying is yeah, but, like but a lot you're, of people, you're gonna suck. Yeah, you, you, oh <laughs> I, like it's like these guys that do like you know, certain martial arts like well, technically, I know what I'm doing because I took mm. a ten. I took a ten hour course on mm. this. It's like, well, yeah, but I've been I, right. I rolled for ten hours before. Yeah, and, and I've actively failed for ten hours yeah. straight. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, technically, you're right, but you're yeah, that's, wrong. That's interesting. So when you're rolling, let's talk jujitsu for a second. Yeah. When you're when you're rolling, <clears throat> sometimes somebody somebody an upper belt even will say. Um, and and rightfully, uh, hey man, when you do this, this needs to be there, and this da 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 da. da. Or hey, or, or or no, better yet, when they're telling the person who's rolling with you, like you're attacking, and they're defending, right? Yeah. And they'll say, hey, uh, t- you need to uh, block block that frame against that one arm, and do this and do that. <clears throat> A lot of times, that doesn't work. No. And, and the reason is because the person who's attacking. If they're at a higher level, they hear it and they're like, "Oh it, well, yeah." Well, not only that, <laughs> um, not just that, because I've also been aware of that and and not and not ac- accommodate and not like tried to work around yeah, yeah. it. But the reason it doesn't work as well is because the person who's attacking, um, you know, or not the reason it doesn't work. The reason it doesn't automatically just oh that's the answer is because the person who's attacking is attacking with two or three things in mind plus some problem solving going on at the same time and i'm always trying to find that like precipice of two things so to add on to that is like yeah you know what you see me you see my hand over here going for this arm what i'm doing yeah yeah you see this over here Oh, but you don't. I want you to put the frame there exactly, so I can switch over because and... we're going for that arm. Yeah, the, yeah, on the other side. Yeah, and it's well, that's the magic of jujitsu, man. It's while well, we roll as with experienced people. So when you when a coach says to you, "Hey, man, frame right there," you have to be aware that as you frame, you're not just throwing it up there. No, you're framing with a defensive with a defensive position with that arm because the guy's gonna go for it because he knows you're gonna frame exactly <laughs> and then yeah. like you're like yeah 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 oh yeah <clears throat> mind blown so you know as a as a blue belt purple belt taking instruction and you're you're doing what the instructor's saying you have to be aware that he's not saying just do it with impunity no. do it with the idea that he knows you're gonna do it he knows you're gonna do it <clears throat> yeah. he knows you're gonna do it you know you're gonna do it yeah. the guy next be, to you knows be you're ready gonna do to, it be ready you better be ready for the next be ready thing because guess what yeah we're going the other way. We're going the other yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the part that's really um, kind of conceptually uh, advanced and really is where jiu-jitsu lives is in that conversation between two moves. Yeah. And, and uh, James is good about teaching that now even at a lower level to the belts at a lower level. And I recently heard somebody say that um, they – they felt like as um, a lower belt, the, the um, fundamentals um, were, you know, whatever. Anyway, they were talking about how fundamental, how they hadn't seen this, these fund- certain fundamental things. And, um, and I, and 
I got in a conversation with them about it because um, I didn't agree. I feel like James may not be showing – I mean, over time, he's going to show all the fun. Yeah. You'll see it. Yeah, you, just yeah. didn't, you weren't in class that day, so don't tell me you didn't show it. But but mostly, the the concepts that he's giving, um, they should be making you impervious to those fundamental mistakes anyway. Yeah. Because, yeah, because of what we're saying. It's it's more like if I go this way, then I should be thinking go this way and that way and um, not just this way. And he always makes that clear at a low level too. One thing that ja- – wow, this is like a – yeah, you know, on James, <laughs> on James. But no, one thing he does, and what I appreciate about it is, you know what? He does go over concepts, not moves. Right. He's a con- the like, philosophy, a philosophy of, of jujitsu, jujitsu in general. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, he he'll teach a move, but he'll also teach what's behind the move. Yeah. Like I, yeah, like what's your idea is? Why yeah. are you doing this? And why are you really doing it? And where should your hips be? Because this You're is doing your intention. This, then you can hitchhike or whatever. So, like, you know, coming up through jiu-jitsu, you probably learned, okay, this is how I do an arm bar. A, B, C, D. Yeah. Well, guess what? How about we go for C, D, E, F, G. Yeah. And then we go A, B, C. Yeah. You know, like, that's that's what we have to learn. And that's what yeah. the thing is. Like, If you jump over to E, right, and then the guy's like, whoa, you know, what the heck? Um, and starts defending E. Now A, B, and C are, like, right there. Exactly. And you go, ka-ka-ka-ka. And now you've got... An easy F and, and an easy E. It's so like, yeah, <laughs> easy E. Yeah, both those things had a different meaning. It's yeah, hilarious. No. <laughs> easy F and an easy E. Yeah. Because the boys, boys in the, the hood, hood are always hot. Go talking to <laughs> shit, we'll pull the guard. <laughs> oh! oh, my God. All right. All right. We, we got to roll go. on that. Yeah. Guys, um, uh, hour and 30 minutes. Hour and 30 minutes. I got one quote if I can find it. Find it, baby. And this is something mm. I am working on. It's a Nietzsche quote. Nietzsche. You know you know this, this oh, brother man. has been considering where his head's at if he says Nietzsche. Nietzsche. But with with a uh at the end, Nietzsche. Nietzsche. It is yeah. all right. And this is goes to everybody quote, out there. We're gonna quote Nietzsche on the way out and we're gonna say thank you very much if you listen to this. I know it was real heady and we we're just kinda like shooting the breeze, but Paul and I needed to catch up. Yes. So this wasn't a lot about jujitsu other than the jujitsu we talked about. And um and it was just us catching up. So thanks for bearing with us. Thank you guys. We little love sage. you. We love you. But remember this. And next one we'll we will have all the little segments. Yes. Um this goes out to everybody. If you're a white belt to a black belt, one repays his teacher badly if one only remains a pupil. Frederick Nietzsche. I like it. Say it Get your black time. belt. Say it one more time. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, one repays a teacher badly if one only remains a pupil. Go out and spread the knowledge. I know that you hurt when it's sinking in. Hey, shout out to all our sponsors. Thank you to GJJSAV, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art in the world, under the best dude in the world, with the best people in the world, and under the best dude in the world. Oh, my gosh. With some of the best friends in the world. Some of the best friends in the world, yeah. And yeah. now, the best family in the world. Best fam, dog. Man. I love thank, you all, you guys. Thank you. White belts. 
I'm hard on you to make it hard on me to make it hard on you. Let's not say hard on anymore. I, I'm, uh, <laughs> How many hard ons can we say? <laughs> All right, so it's back take week. I'm going to be. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, what are we working on this week? I have no we're working idea. on head and arm, head and arm chokes, Ooh, and um, nice. and it's ghee. Um, we're starting off with head and arm chokes. Uh, it's ghee this week, and um, we're back to ghee a little bit, which is good. It's I control. love ghee. Not really. No ghee life. Thank no ghee nation. Thank you to Guayaki Yerba, Yerba Mate. Um, they do, they're not a, an official sponsor, but we love their tea, and that's what fuels my energy while I'm uh, potting, 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 potting as well, but pot, <laughs> podcasting, potting, and uh, and feeding chickens. Yeah, and I and I love uh, I love the, I love it with honey. Ooh, honey. Yeah. Mel, as they would say in Brazil. Mel. 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 And also, man, let's give a shout out to Huckapoos. Bites and booze. Huckapoos, bites and booze. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's, that's where you want to go. That's where you want to go if you don't want to know what happened yesterday. Yes, I think that's how they, yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, don't order the cheeseburger because they'll kick you out. Chamacos, tacos. Chamacos, tacos, and surf. We like them. Um, these high, are the ESA sponsors, but I'll throw them out there. High Tide. High Tide Surf Shop. Um, also, also, Robert's Construction. Um, who else is on my list of... Oh, uh, The Quarter. The Quarter on Tybee. Yeah! So, The Quarter on Tybee. Um, this is where you want to go if you want... Uh, if you don't want to get COVID. Not because... It, like, let's say you're scared of vaccines. You're like, how do I vaccinate myself? You eat the wings at the quarter because nothing can live in the same body that ate the wings at the quarter. Then, <laughs> so eat the wings at the quarter. Then you go to Huckapoo's. Huckapoo's bites and booze. You can get yourself a cheeseburger pizza. Yeah, yeah. Gang, gang, dude. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much. We love you guys. Be safe. Be safe out there, guys. Black Paul, Paul Gableman. Love y'all. Hey, I know that shit hurt when it sink